Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Cuz, the podcast where two cousins talk about things they love. Just Cuz, today we are talking about someone who is strong, someone who is unkillable, undefeatable, someone who is possibly... Invincible. Dun dun! <laughs> and they tease that so many times oh, in this first episode. My gosh. I didn't count it, but. Okay, so today we're gonna do a slight recap of season one of Invincible, but we're mostly gonna be focusing on the first episode of season two of Invincible, which just dropped this last week. And you're absolutely right, they teased it throughout <laughs> the whole episode. So in the first season of Invincible, they would never do the title card until somebody set up a sentence where the last word of the sentence was clearly going to be invincible. And then right before somebody says it, bam, there's a title card. And you never hear anyone and then say some music invincible. Plays. It's fantastic. It's amazing. It ends the first episode incredibly, and then it just goes from there. It's great. And they decided to start this season by just teasing the hell out of that <laughs> they said invincible so many times and each time there was a huge pregnant pause and you're like is it gonna be it nope nope not this time nope. we're waiting and, mm -hmm. we're gonna get into it in a second but at the beginning i was like i know this isn't real because the title card didn't come up <laughs> i was like <laughs> <laughs> we will get into it later mm -hmm. but first sasha what is your journey with invincible my journey with Invincible is that we were at our grandparents' cabin and you said, Sasha, watch this. And you made me watch all of Invincible in like one night. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fantastic. It was fantastic and I don't regret a moment of it. But that's my journey with it. <laughs> What's your journey with it? That was like what? Like three years ago? When yeah, did that it was when out? it first came out. Yeah, it was very... I, it had just dropped. I was lucky enough to get into the comic and i read the whole thing in maybe a week like i just stayed up all night every night reading invincible and yeah i loved it so much and about a year after i binged that comic they had the show announced and i was so excited and giddy and mm -hmm. i had to wait i can't even remember how long it was probably another year after that just to get the actual show yeah and it was, it a was good way. perfect and every week i waited with just bated breath for this show to come out and amazon would drop it and i think they dropped the first three episodes at once and i i instantly fell in love it cemented this comic and this show as probably being my favorite superhero thing ever Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, yeah, I think when we watched it together, it was like very soon after that, because I think it was only the first three episodes that we watched. Yeah. Um, And because I do remember waiting week to week for it to come out. And boy, was it a journey. My God. <laughs> oh, it, um, I mean, we can kind of go over the highlight reel of yeah. the first season because the first... there's some memorable stuff that will impact the future there absolutely are the first thing that i want to say is that the cast of invincible is absolutely <laughs> stacked okay steven yun plays uh mark mark mm -hmm. fuck what's his last name grayson grayson that's it because it's it's a play on yeah. dick grayson dick grayson no i know but <laughs> i i was 
I don't know why. I just, I never go Mark Grayson. That's not the first thing that comes to my head. Anyway, um, Steven Yeun plays Mark and he does it so well. Um, and J.K. Simmons, legend, plays the great, the great J.K. Simmons, <laughs> plays <laughs> his father, um, something. <laughs> What's his no real one. name? Nolan, god damn it. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember any of their really mustachioed Nolan man Nolan Grayson, aka Omni Man. <laughs> um the Superman type villain. <laughs> I mean, yeah. wait, no, the Superman type hero. Damn it, I ruined it. <laughs> no, if you're here, don't you if you're here, you should have seen Invincible. And if you haven't, yeah, you oh, yeah, you should have been long it. into invincible we're gonna get into many 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 spoilers for invincible so yeah, absolutely go watch are. it and then listen to this episode because <laughs> we need we're, we're probably gonna talk everything even speculation for future events but oh, first 100 percent. that first twist in the in the first episode is so incredible and it will be forever cemented in time it's incredible at pulling the rug out from the audience. And despite the fact that I had read the comic and knew that, that it was coming, the way that it's edited, the way that the sound cutouts, other than just the hits and the grunts of pain and <laughs> just torture, it, it is masterful. It is. Let's say what that twist is. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> the, the, se the series starts out... Uh, it seems pretty plain cut. They're the guardians, not of the galaxy, but of the world or something. <laughs> of the globe. Globe, that's it. The guardians <laughs> of the globe. They're basically the Justice League. There's a Wonder Woman. There's a Batman. There's a Flash. There's a ghost, not in the Justice League, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know, there's, there's lots of archetypal superhero characters. I was and about then... to try and name them all, but there's no way I could do that. They are just straight up the Justice League. They're and just then for the some Justice reason, League. they have Vandal Savage as yeah, a member and, there. And for some reason, he looks just like Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like if you were going to draw a comic version of Wolverine, but call him, but have the power set of Vandal Savage. And also, can he fly. also kind of looks a little <laughs> bit like Abraham Lincoln, yeah, which is funny because he is, yeah, he is. That's true. He's an immortal being who can't die, who is also Abraham Lincoln. It's hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, then there is the Superman archetype character who's not necessarily in the Guardians of the Globe, that is Mr. Omni Man. Hmm. And he's not a member of the Guardians of the Globe, but he helps out from time to time with them. Uh, and he is, again, the father of Mark Grayson. He has a beautiful wife played by Sandra Oh, the great, amazing Sandra Oh. <laughs> um, and... And he's already explained to Mark that he's from another planet that... Mm -hmm. And this planet is so gracious and goes around helping others because they're so strong and they want to give that gift to others mm -hmm. just by helping them. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the episode, it's revealed that, uh, well, it's not really revealed anything, but Omni-Man just <laughs> yeah. kills the rest of the Guardians of the Globe. <laughs> he just destroys them all in one masterful battle sequence. Um, and, like, he goes in for a punch and he misses it because the fast guy, Red Rush, goes in and, you know, saves him. 
But then he grabs Red Rush's head and then in slow motion crushes it. And that's the moment. Because that's the first sight of blood in this entire show. And there's a whole lot of it. The way that it continues on with just the severity of the gore. It's truly gruesome. Getting their head caved in. It's it's masterful, but wow, it is. It's truly terrifying. When I first saw it, I was absolutely not expecting it and very very shocked i thought it was going to be a by the numbers uh superhero show and it absolutely it was more like the boys um it's (laughs) basically the boys but animated but not everyone is terrible only one person is terrible and they're really really terrible (laughs) and that's what this comic is all about which is what i loved about this show and it's i i mean you can clearly tell it's the same exact writers robert robert i cannot say his name robert <laughs> kirkman yeah and the just the whole team behind it it they did such a masterful job of changing the slight things to give it some cultural relevant changes but just at its core it's the same and even at least 70% of it is word for word what the comic is. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to stop just rapping on about the comic and how <laughs> fantastic it is. But Sasha, I love it so much. I know. I'm it's so really good. I'm so glad we get good. a show. It's really, really good. I even, I even almost read it. And that's <laughs> a almost huge, read it. that's a huge praise oh. from me. I almost <laughs> read it. I don't read comics much. <laughs> But the fact that I almost read it, I started it. And that's high praise. I started that and I started Watchmen. So that's super high praise for me. (laughs) Watchmen is also one of the greatest pieces of literature. It is. And I liked it. I didn't stop reading it because I didn't like it. I just don't, I don't jive with the format of comics. It's not, it's not how I like to read. It's fun when it gets creative. Not like the nine or yeah. nine square. I like the Deadpool ones where he jumps between the panels. I think that's fun. <laughs> it's fun when She-Hulk does that too. Yeah. And she's trying to get like to a base, but then she tears through the ads. Right. It's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, Invincible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Okay, so basically over this season, a lot of things happen. We'll talk about them as they come mm. up. But basically over the season, we find out that Omni-Man, uh, his race of people, uh, Viltrumites, they're called. Yes. Um, they are not nice people. They're not going around helping the universe. <laughs> they are vicious, vicious colonizers. They are murderers. They're just a whole they empire. They are awful. Um, <laughs> and they live forever. And they are invincible pretty much and but i it is important to know that they all believe they're doing right by the universe by mm-hmm. spreading out their empire of savagery that's what all colonizers think <laughs> and they're all wrong leave everyone yes. else alone and shut the fuck up <laughs> anyway <laughs> before we talk about the viltramites I should say that over the course of this season, there are a lot of just minor villains. And you even said earlier, the, the cast is just stacked mm-hmm. with A-list actors. Mm-hmm. Like, we for got, instance... We got everyone. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, Titan, 
who is a very small villain, is voiced by Mahershala Ali. Yeah. And that's just insane. And you know that he will play a bigger role. And obviously he does. Yeah. We got Mark Hamill being the guy yeah. who made Mark's costume. That's his role. <laughs> As art. Yeah, his name is great. Art, and he makes art. And, <laughs> and you know, there's John Hamm, who played Steve. I don't even remember who Steve is, but he was there. That's. <laughs> do you remember the two people having the conversation in the first episode? Oh, my God. And then God. one almost died? <laughs> I'm pretty sure one yeah, of them is John Hamm. that's probably true. <laughs> but, yeah, this cast is fantastic, but more than that, there is just no small roles. And that's just true in the writing of this show is everyone is important, not just Mark and just his core cast around him. Yeah. Everyone plays a role. Yeah. So so let's break down the characters real quick. We got Mark. We got his girlfriend. She becomes his girlfriend over the first season. Amber. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've got, we've got his best friend played by Jonathan Groff. I don't remember his name in the show, but he's played by Jonathan uh, Groff. No, wait, no, no, no. Uh, he's played what, by Andrew Rannells. That's it. What? Because he's William. What is his name? William. William. Yes. Jonathan Groff is someone else and I don't remember who. <laughs> it's the two Broadway people that I always mix up. Anyway, don't come I, for me, I sh Broadway I should fans. also say William in the comics is super annoying. Love the changes to him. Yeah. I love Andrew Rannells. I love Jonathan Groff as well. Please don't come for me, Broadway stands. I'm one of you. They're just, they're both white and I mix it up. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, and we also have uh, Eve. Eve, yes. Uh, there's Adam, Adam Eve. Eve. She's um, got cool Green Lantern-ish powers, but she can also control atoms. She is which played. Which is just overpowered. Yeah, she's but. played by Gillian Jacobs. And I don't think it's overpowered. You know why? Because when we were kids and whenever anybody would ask me, oh, what superpower would you have? Everyone was like, oh, I would fly. Oh, I would have telekinesis. Oh, I would turn invisible. Uh, or I would have telepathy, whatever. I'd be like, no. I would want to be able to control molecules. And everyone's like, that's so mm -hmm. boring. And I was be like, no. Then I could you do, do anything. anything. I could literally <laughs> do anything. That's the best power. You control molecules. You you control the world. You control life itself. That's and I, I don't want to get into it too much because I don't want to ruin the show for anyone because this show will be out for years to come. But yeah, Adam Eve being able to literally do anything, that will probably come into play. Oh, I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I want her to either take over the world or just just win all the time. Any side that she's <laughs> on should win. <laughs> yep. But we also have uh, Debbie Grayson, which is Nolan's that's, wife. That's Sandra and Oh, Mark's. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mom, mm -hmm. and who then... goes through quite a ringer. Oh my god! In this show, it's awful. Her husband says he views her <laughs> as a pet. After which is just like twenty whoa. years together and a child, and he views her as a pet. It's the most disgusting and awful thing I've ever heard in my life. I was like, Omni Man, you. I was like, Yeah, you murdered all those people, but that's the worst thing you've done. <laughs> We will get into it more later, but I think that was him trying to convince himself. But again, literally the worst thing he could have said. And I then just, he says her life just doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it, wow. I just think that that is, 
his worldview. I, that's how he's raised. That's how everyone on his planet is. I think, you know, I think in his own freaking twisted, crazy-ass way, he does love Mark. But mm. I don't think that he views... I He doesn't view anyone else as anything other than they'll die soon. What do they matter? They're unimportant. So Okay, I... Honestly, I just want to get into it now because initially, and this is when I was reading the comic, I thought the cool twist of this having a Superman character was that Krypton still existed. But no, the twist is that not only Krypton exists, but it's full of Zods. And that is so amazingly cool. Mm -hmm. And this like Zod character that goes around colonizing planets. But the entire thing is and what i think we're going to get into in season two especially is how much that 20 years changed nolan because all of the damage and all of the death that he did was so horrific but i think he did it to the point of i'm gonna kill as many people as possible to prove my point yeah it's insane but there's definitely some kind of narrative there i mean we're gonna have to see like obviously you know stuff from the comics but they like you said they do adaptation changes they could take a different turn i don't know how they're gonna treat him and his i don't know psychosis no his <laughs> worldview um and yeah, I, I shouldn't say too much don't say don't than... say anything don't we'll, say we'll anything. see him this season yeah Oh, no, I, I'm sure. I'm sure and, he's not going. And also, the Viltrumites are pissed because he left a planet. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, I cannot wait to see that. <laughs> I mean, you don't use your son as a weapon to kill <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> if you're not in a little bit of trouble from your boss, right? <laughs> <laughs> but also, he flew away and had some tears and like that's sad but that's not enough man you got no, a lot of work not. to do and he had to reconcile tears. if he even wants to yeah well he he leaves and he okay so basically things come to a head at the end of season one and mark finds out all the stuff about his mm. father and then he that that he killed the guardians of the globe and that he's terrible generally and um <laughs> and i was waiting for this fight all season yeah. i and in the back of my mind, I knew they would wait for the season finale to do it. But I was hoping that, like, oh, episode four, the mid-season finale. Oh, no, too soon. no. <laughs> They're going to wait for the perfect moment to do it. And it is the right moment. Because and this, honestly, the last two episodes, perfect. Yeah. Nolan tries to prove his point to <laughs> Mark. He tries to make Mark see that everything that Mark has grown up around, the entire world that Mark knows is meaningless to Nolan. <laughs> and he tries to prove that to Mark by, I'm going to repeat it again, using him as a battering ram <laughs> weapon to kill thousands of people. Like, so many people. And then he kills one person and he's like, hey, well... He also explains how long Viltrumites live and how 
like pure-blooded he is just from how potent they are but like they live for thousands of years and the older they get the slower they age which nolan has gray temples Mm -hmm. so i'm just assuming how old he is and so how indoctrinated he is it's it's crazy to think about and how long mark is going to live and what he is going to experience in the future Well, Mark is half human, so maybe it would be different from him. But also, I think he will live for no. a really, really long time. I don't know. They, I'm uh, pretty sure they explained it, but I will also say, like, Mark is basically pure-blooded Viltrumite. Oh. So, that 50-50 <laughs> genetics is just out the toilet, yep, really? no, it's out, <laughs> out the window. Out the window. <laughs> out the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm tired, man. I mean... I am very, very tired, too. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, Nolan has some strong seed. But gross. Ew! <laughs> I know, I'm way too tired. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Not when we start talking about seed. That's how you know it's going to be a chaotic rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so <laughs> season two <laughs> starts and... uh. So... <laughs> My thought process as this season started was, oh, Invincible and Immortal are training. Like, this is pretty rough, but yeah, they're, they're just training. It's yeah, all good. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. So it starts with Mark <laughs> fighting the Immortal. Who survived? He survived Nolan he killing survives. him. He's the Immortal. Twice. Yeah, he's Immortal. He <laughs> That's, like, in his name. He doesn't die when you kill him. So, and that's what I thought, too. I was like, okay, they're training. They're sparring. Whatever. And then And then Omni Man flew in. Flew in and then they rip the immortal's head off and Mark squishes it, like <laughs> decimates his head. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what and is that probably right would now? kill the immortal. Oh yeah. So he's he's dead. Mm-hmm. My my first thought was like, <laughs> oh, it's this is a dream. Mark is dreaming what it would be like if he joined his father right and this is a nightmare and he's gonna wake up and he's gonna be like ah! <laughs> but <laughs> no, no! Uh, <laughs> but that didn't happen and then you see the rest of the world and it's a dystopian hellscape and there's a repeating video of mark trying to tell all the people how good it is that he and his father have destroyed the world and how it's better off for everyone and it's so creepy and i hated it and then it just (laughs) repeats over and over again and at the end of that video he says invincible and there's the first (laughs) pregnant pause and he's like i'm invincible and as soon as that didn't cut the to the title sequence as soon as he said that i was like this ain't real this ain't our mark (laughs) i was like i knew it but now i know no you know (laughs) (laughs) so obviously me knowing the whole story I knew that this was a separate universe. Mm -hmm. And even hearing that they had casted Angstrom Levy and hearing that he was going to be in the show, I was worried about this show having a multiversal element. Me too. But they get it right. Well. Because it's just good. I, you know what, like, I I liked what I saw in the first episode, but I think we're going to have to wait and see because the first thing Mm. that I thought when I, because like right after that, I was like, this is a, clearly a different universe, right? Yep. And I, the first thing I did, I was literally, I watched it and my friend was sitting right near me, right? And I looked at her and I was like, oh no, 
they're doing <laughs> multiverse stuff, aren't they? And but again, this was written more than no, a no, decade no. ago. I know that. So was all the multiverse <laughs> shit except for everything everywhere all at once, which is amazing. Um, but, yes. you know, all of that stuff, multiverse is very old, big, big staple in comics, right? And I love yeah. it. I love the idea of multiverse. I always have. I love the cartoons. I love all that shit, right? But right now... The market is really, really oversaturated with multiversal stories and oversaturated with bad multiversal stories. Poorly written, poorly executed multiversal stories that are just everywhere right now. There are some good ones. Not all of them are bad. We let, we obviously, we stand Loki. We stand everything everywhere all at once. We stand into the spider verses. But we stand Flash. We st I'm kidding. No, I'm fuck kidding. you. No, we do not. <laughs> you almost tricked me there. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, no, he knows what I like. I'm going to agree. No, no, we do not stand I, the Flash. I still had fun with it, but no. <laughs> the Flash um, is honestly the reason why I was worried about the multiverse in yeah. this. But then. I hear the soothing voice of Sterling K. Brown, and my oh. my worries are squashed. Uh, His for dulcet a tones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't think it'll be that bad. I think I think they can pull it off. I believe in them. I the show is all about not subverting expectations. It's not. It's not really about. I mean that. that it's a, that, I, that is an element of this it's show. It's definitely an element, but that's not what it's about. I think the show is about telling a compelling story. I th mm -hmm. Or not about that, but I think that is what makes it interesting. So what I love about the alternate dimensions and parallel Earths in this, you know, invincible storyline is it all ties into this... I think it's actually pronounced Levy... That's how they pronounce it in the show, but Angstrom Levy. And he just has the ability to travel to any universe. Mm -hmm. And there's obviously many, many villains in this show, but there's a handful, maybe three, now that I can think of it, just three nemesis, nemesi. Nemesis. How do you say that? Nemesis. Nemesis <laughs> that Mark has over his entire life. And Angstrom Levy is one of them. No! And I cannot wait to see it. But he saved him in this episode. He was like... Did he? he was, well, at first he did. One of them did. <laughs> he was so nice. And he was like, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to build my utopia on blood. Or I think he said that. And then and yeah. then I, I literally talked to the TV and I said, I like you. You got principles. <laughs> <laughs> but then he pulled that thing off and... Yeah. And then ruined the entire experiment. Because, yeah, he was trying to take infinite versions of his mind and put it into his singular mind. Yeah. And it was, it obviously would have broken him still, but he ruined the experiment. And now his entire back is a brain. And yeah, that he's was just pretty... puking out blood. Yeah, that was pretty rank. That was pretty gruesome. <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> We're going hardcore into the into the unsettling visuals i like it yeah and it was clear at least it was clear to me the stuff that he was saying he's got many minds in there now but they're all one sort of mm. but since in so many universes mark joins his father 
And in this in one, he does most it other in most Mark other universes. In most other universes. Yeah. He joins Omni-Man. So most of the brains inside this <laughs> Levy guy are like, kill Mark. But but this Mark <laughs> he is He killed good. so many people. Yeah. But this Mark is just a little bean. And he just wants to go to university <laughs> with his, his girlfriend. <laughs> Don't kill him, please. Yeah, we should get into that. Because after the whole parallel universe stuff in the beginning... We get a fantastic montage of Mark saving some people. And I need more of this stuff in superhero properties. Mm -hmm. Not this specifically, but superheroes saving people in yeah. any scenario. Maybe more saving than... a cat from a tree, you know? Yeah. More than saving more than one person, not saving the world from. A, a big laser beam in the sky you know saving yeah, people every day he does something that was great and i was like oh i never thought of that and that's something a superhero <laughs> should do is pick up an ambulance where someone is dying and fly it really yeah. quickly to the hospital so that and the i love that moment die one of the emts yeah. was just freaking out was like, oh. and then the other just kept on working she was like i gotta that's save great. this guy she was like i'm doing my job and i respect that but yeah, and not just that, but Mark or Invincible fighting just C-list villains, yeah. like the Elephant, which is hilarious. his actual name. But the <laughs> best part about that entire montage is Mark not being into it, his heart just not wanting it at all. And he's doing it out of pure obligation of, I killed so many people because I was a battering ram that my dad used. Mm -hmm. and i need to save people and he even that had the moment of seeing more c-list villains yeah and he had he just gripped his fist and he was angry he was like no yeah. no i i can't he was like i can't out. be angry i can't be that person and he's just he has he's has so much guilt even though it wasn't his fault he was he was not <laughs> autonomous it was not any of it was his, not his decision. Uh, while he beat his father in a battle of wills, he was not physically up to the match. Yeah. He, he could not do it. But I think the best part of that, like, was the end of the montage and, like, was the, was the rest of the episode for me. And the way that he, Mark, and Debbie, his mom, are dealing mm. with what happened and... And I, again, I talk to the TV. I do this a lot. Um, and I just looked at it and I was like, you know what? I love a PTSD storyline. I really do. <laughs> I love a well-written PTSD storyline, okay? It's so interesting to me. Of course they have PTSD. Of course they do. It was so fucking traumatizing. Horrible. All my favorite characters have PTSD, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All the best characters have PTSD. Exactly. <laughs> every character in every book that I ever give the time of day has tons of PTSD. <laughs> and it's and, better for it. And I want to see it more in films and TV, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> and Invincible has it in spades because mm -hmm. people get fucked up. Yeah. And you know Especially what? Mark. He's yeah. always getting punched to the point that he's nearly dead. Yeah. Like almost every episode. Yeah, pretty much. It's insane. He's he's always <laughs> fucked up, and then he's just fine the next day. He's like, oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> Viltrumites heal really quick, yeah. so he, he's always good. Yeah. He could have his guts lying out, and then in a week, he'll just be like, all right, I'm ready to fight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, someone else who has lots of PTSD, and I love her for it, that's Adam Eve. 
Um, oh my goodness, Samantha, Just horrible parents too. Eve, horrible terrible, dad. Terrible, terrible parent. No, her mom sucks too, man. Did you see the Adam? I, Eve I feel special? bad for her mom sometimes. I feel but... bad for her a little bit, but not enough. No, like no. You know no. what? She she is all like, oh, you need to be normal. She, it's the same stuff as her dad. It's but it's not as uh, not as front and center about mm. it. And her mom's also just a bystander to it. Yeah. And that's still a I assume you watched the Adam Eve special. Yes, of course. It's so good. So oh my god. Good. The way they dropped that just the day of. Oh. Yeah. Fantastic. Very, very excellent. Another shout out shout out. Um, we haven't seen him yet this season. We only saw him like twice last season, but uh Seth Rogan is uh, Alan the <laughs> Alien. Absolutely oh hilarious few minutes he that is he was on screen. Very important. Yeah, I heard. In the whole narrative. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just him being our liaison to the Coalition of Planets, which is the intergalactic web of people who are fighting against the Viltrumites, mm -hmm. that obviously he's going to be important. Yeah. There's also uh, Zachary Quinto, uh, who plays oh. Robot slash Rudy, I think. I don't know. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah. And there's Jason Manzoukas. Who plays Rex? I, and I freaking adore explode. both of them. I adore both of them. I don't know who plays Monster Girl though. I'm. I have no idea. But I should. I should ask. How do you feel about Robot? How do I feel about Robot? I like him. Yeah. Well, first of all, you like him. I like any character that Zachary Quinto plays. Um, <laughs> but uh, Robot was at first. I was like, oh my god, is he a villain? Is he like? Is is he infiltrating the Guardians of the Globe? He I mean, was... his face is even a little sinister, just the way he's designed. Yeah, yeah, very pointy, very... Um, he reminds me of... <sighs> he reminds me of one of the robots from Futurama, but I don't remember which one. <laughs> and oh. it was one of the bad ones, but I don't remember. <laughs> um, I'm kind of imagining something, but no, I can't. I can't come up I with a name. Know. It's been I don't so know. long yeah anyway um <laughs> anyway anyway so uh robot is like he's like the liaison for the guardians of the globe and like the teen yeah. titan team or whatever <laughs> and then he becomes after the guardians of the globe are dead they make a new <laughs> guardians of the globe with all of the teen titans people which are zachary quinto or sorry robot rexplode adam eve duplicate monster girl shrinking ray is that her name <laughs> i'm surprised you got her name i had no idea She's, what her name was she has like a ray or something i don't know um no she just shrinks she's ant-man okay okay um and and then what, black what's samson. his name oh wait no black yeah, black, black samson, samson. Yeah, yeah. yeah um so they're all in it and robot you're like he he's doing some shady shit. He's working with some <laughs> villains, breaking the Mahler twins out of prison. You know, um, but nah, he just wants to make himself a new body. He just wants a body. He just wants to clone Rexplode's body and grow it as into Which a child's a body, and then put his consciousness into it so that because he's in love with Monster Girl. Uh, monster girl who's not a child <laughs> um she's like 
what 29 28 something like that yeah something like that and she gets younger every time she turns she's basically the hulk except every time she turns into the monster she gets younger so she looks like a child so now Mm -hmm. robot is also in the body of a child and there are two adults who are in love but they're in the bodies of children (laughs) and it's super weird (laughs) yeah Um, we'll see that play out and then within the the new guardians of the globe team there's also another like love triangle ish shape there's like rexplode and adam eve were dating at the beginning but then rexplode cheats on adam eve <laughs> with duplicate this is so ridiculous many, many using... duplicates yeah it's so ridiculous <laughs> using all of their superhero names it's so dumb <laughs> um and then and then i don't know it, they kind of like I don't I don't know if the narrative teases at all that Mark and Adam Eve might oh, yeah. have something going on. I feel like it does, but then I'm also like maybe it's just we expect Sasha. them to have something going on. I stop Sasha. it. Stop spoiling. I want to speculate on my own without no. you giving me those looks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Ugh. I can't help but give you a look. Ugh. But it teases it. Yeah, well, the thing is, I really like Amber, <laughs> and I really like them together, and I don't want... I'm so tired of the trope of the disposable love interest so that you can get with the main love interest, and that's who you were meant to be with all along, blah, 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 blah. I hate it. It's so I think <laughs> in the first episode of season two, I had that exact same worry, but that was... I'm sure we experienced the mark and amber getting their college letter scene differently because i was so annoyed almost because i was like oh don't do this i mean you're obviously gonna go to college and you're gonna have the horrible like i i assume it's gonna be written well but they're just it's not gonna be a good relationship to watch i hope maybe it what Again, if, I don't want to say too much from well, the do, comp. Are, do they just end, do they end up as a couple? Adam Eve and Invincible. It seems, you want me to just say it? No, I well, I already know <laughs> the answer is going to be yes, but like it seems like they will. But the thing is, is like because like that's that's clearly what it seems like. But ugh, mm-hmm. what it? And there I is a lot more annoying. Will they? Won't they? In the comic? No. And I feel like they're doing it a lot better. Okay, you know what? Here's this is a blanket statement I'm gonna make. I first of all that situation right there where there's two people who like <laughs> one person. That's not a mm-hmm. love triangle. I'm saying that right now. That is not a love triangle. That is a love angle, okay? It's not a love triangle unless all three sides are connected. Unless there are three people who all have feelings for each other. (laughs) That is a love triangle. Otherwise, it's a love angle. And I'm so freaking tired of love angles, okay? They're they're all over popular media. Turn it in. Here's an idea. Turn it into a love triangle, okay? And then solve it by making a thruple. That's just what should happen. That's but, the most interesting thing. But no one even <laughs> likes love triangles either. And the horrible the, thing that, is... No, you, when have you ever seen a love triangle? A real love triangle as I've just defined it. When have you ever seen hmm. one in a movie or TV show? I can't I'll think tell of anything. You, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one. 
that is it doesn't start as a love triangle as i've defined it but it ends as a thruple <laughs> which is very interesting <laughs> okay um you and, and you know the show that? it's insensate oh okay you're right you are right yeah but that's the only love triangle quote-unquote triangle not really because two of them weren't in love with each other but they ended in a thruple and that's what matters um but they're boring they suck twilight boring hunger games love triangle boring most boring part of that whole series i love the hunger games but that's the most boring part okay anything else that has that's been super super popular and had a love triangle boring i don't care about that okay stop it but i mean no one no one likes when two people like one person and they're fighting over well, that one person no one has ever liked that well maybe they're gonna change it i don't know maybe they're gonna do something maybe it'll become a true love triangle and not a love angle and i feel like the only reason why this show has it is because the comic had it. It is better because I think in the comic, Amber and Eve barely even know each other. Like they maybe have a couple conversations. It's not mm -hmm. great, but yeah, the show like is friends better. in this. Yeah, they're like friends, mm -hmm. and I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and friends don't fuck each other over by <laughs> stealing each other's boyfriends, at least true friends. So. <laughs> Hopefully something else happens. That's what I'm hoping for. I know you want to see a recreation of the comics, but I kind of hope they don't get together. I kind of hope they're just platonic friends who fight crime. Can't we have that? That would be fun. <laughs> okay, mm. fine. Stop making faces. Jesus. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> your face says it all for you. <laughs> they can't see your face, but I can. <laughs> all right. We can change the subject because one thing I haven't mentioned yet is how good the animation is. It's it is great. such a step up. Like the character models seem cleaner. I don't know what it is, what they did to the animation to make it smoother, but it maybe it's just budget because they got a lot more budget and just animators working on this show because of how popular season one was. I hope they treated their animators well. Oh, um, God, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. We'll have to look into that. But, you know, <laughs> I just, I really love 2D animation when it's done right. Oh. Like, when it, it's, it can be just gorgeous and so much fun to play with and to see these super-powered characters doing shit. It's great. And the, um backdrops the backgrounds oh, of every scene detail. it's so interesting because they're so detailed they're so much more detailed than the character models than like certain like mm. than things that you would assume to be like the rest of the show is very i'm not gonna say basic but it, nah. it's like what you expect to see when you see 2d animation it's, it's kind of also then, designed to look like a simple 2d kids show with you know just simple yeah. lines simple strokes yeah and it's designed to look exactly like the comic book like it yeah. comes right off the oh, page like 100%. just because i didn't read the comic book i have seen it and it looks exactly the same as it does mm -hmm. uh in the books but the backgrounds are just gorgeous like oh, in this episode there was wow. a mountainscape and it was beautiful and, you know, that mountain where we see, it's a different mountain, but that mountain where we see <laughs> Mark's blood uh, still from, there. still there from when his father beat the shit out of him and almost 
dis- decimated him into a million little pieces of mark. You yeah. know? What, 17 more Beautiful. years? God. <laughs> God. Oh, God. It's terrible. It's just like beating the shit. It hurts. Anyway, the landscapes are gorgeous. Mm. Uh- <laughs> they spent a lot of money on this season, and I am so yeah. happy. Because apparently there will never be a break as long as we had between season one and two. Mm. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure COVID was because of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, why there was so long. But I'm also not entirely convinced, but more hoping they have the future planned out really well for how mm. this show is mapped. Yeah. And just timeline-wise. Other than that, yeah. Like, I'm really excited to see where season two goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I the mean, Mahler twins are back out there again on the loose. <laughs> we we got so many As other villains like the yeah. flaxons those oh, people yeah. from a, a different kind of their time go- acts differently than ours and they're trying yeah. to invade we got oh a... but but he killed them all didn't he oh no they nolan they see nolan as the scourge of their planet and they're going after oh. him Oh, okay. Hmm. And we also Fun. have a crazy gravity man at the center of the Earth. We got Titan leading the underground. We got Martians. There's a whole lot of villains coming. Fun. And I, Exciting. I also want to just say, I guess, two words. The Invincible War. I really cannot wait for that. I feel like you're spoiling what's, com- what's <laughs> no. uh, to come. <laughs> no, you know. Maybe there's going to be some weird orbs floating around what? in the next few episodes. What? Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop spoiling it for me. <laughs> I also, oh my God. I, I don't have to know say what this. Happens. I have to huh. say this. I cannot wait for Conquest. If that is this season, oh my God. I want to see Conquest. All right. I want everyone out there to know I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> And that, I'm being vague on purpose, <laughs> but if you know, you know. Good. Be more vague. <laughs> and with that, let's move on to the consumption corner, where we're just starved mm. for content. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Sasha, what have you been consuming lately? And I hope it's um, Loki. It, it is Loki, but I don't want to talk about it until another time. Uh, yes, until probably <laughs> next week. Until another time. Until the future. Um... <laughs> But, but the future can be any point, Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> I have been consuming... What have I been consuming? You know what? After I watched all those Brooklyn Nine-Nine uh, <laughs> Halloween episodes, I just started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine again. Great show. <laughs> um, Definitely a good so recommendation. Fun. I love so Brooklyn So much fun. Nine-Nine. Another uh, great time to see Jason Manzukis. Ah, yeah. <laughs> it all connects. Um <laughs> Um, and, oh, he's also going to be in the new Percy Jackson show. He's going to be Dionysus, so. Oh, I forgot about that. that I forgot, so too. I forgot all of the casting, and then oh. I saw, like, a like an Instagram post about it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be so chaotic and awesome. Perfect. Um, anyway, not that I'm putting too much of my hopes and dreams on that show. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I have been, what else have I been consuming? Yeah, I've been tired. I've been sleeping yeah. a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty tired. I'm, I'm going I'm going yeah. right to bed after this. Me too. Um I'm still reading Battle of the Labyrinth. I took a long break. <laughs> <laughs> I did not read it for a little while. So I'm still on that book. And you know, just been watching 
just things here and there. I'm getting my friend into Our Flag Means Death, so I'm rewatching nice. the beginning of that. Got to do that. You? I was watching it week to week, and I watched the season finale a few days ago for Gen V and Sasha. Oh. This show isn't just a necessary watch. This show is a fantastic watch. Is it? Okay. Definitely watch I keep watch saying Gen I'm going to watch it. I keep saying I'm going to watch it, and I love the boys. I really do. It's a great show. Um, but I never, I haven't had the urge to watch it yet. So at some point, I definitely will. No, but this show is fantastic. I love it so much. Okay. I, like I said, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to give it a watch. I'm going to, there's one time when I'm going to be feeling very chaotic and violent, and I'm just going to be like, this is the mood. This is the time. This is when I'm going to watch it. It'll be soon. I can feel it coming. Um, <laughs> Well, honestly, I can't think of too much else that I've been consuming yeah. lately. Some video games, but I could probably talk about that later. But with that, this has been An Invincible, invincible Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't say podcast right. Podcast. <laughs> Fuck.